All right, so we're looking at your chart. Um, and like we've both just discussed, almost everything's over here on one side. It's over on the left. Almost all the planets are in your 12th house. So the very first thing I would say is having everything over on the left means you're a go-getter. Right? Almost all, you have so many um, planets. Kind of like if you see this dark, heavy line going down the center, almost all of your planets are over on this side. It just means that you're a go-getter, that you're a leader. Um, you like to take charge. Does that resonate with you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, it's just, it's just a who you are thing. And then you have the majority your plants above this other dark line here right and that would mean that you like instead of being like behind the scenes you know there's those people who like to operate behind the scenes to get things done you kind of like to be on stage not like you must be in all the spotlight but that you don't mind being up front out in front in front of the people does that resonate with you you have no idea <laughs> 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 no no seriously seriously though for for i've gotten my own visions and meditation that i am meant to um be on stage um teaching and every time anybody's done any kind of whatever with me they all say you know you're supposed to be on stage teaching i'm like yeah i know <laughs> so that's why i'm laughing well i'm not going to probably say much different um so i hope you um do you have your own business at this time no have you been but i am i'm very impacted by what's going on right now i don't have um an, an income at the moment it just happened as of today oh i'm sorry to just hear. a few just a few minutes ago actually wow wow that's, that's a coincidence is it it is well you know I think this is a time where people are able to say, huh, what, what am I actually supposed to be doing? And they're giving the space to figure that out. And that's mm -hmm. really how I like to look at what's going on. Um, you know where I live, right? Mm -mm. I live in Sedona. Really? With Cherie. Yeah. So it's a tourist oh, town. And yeah. what, I do, what I currently would do for income has, it depends on tourists being here and they aren't here. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've been wanting to do something more in alignment with my purpose anyway, but now it's like I'm being forced to do something else because my, my boss just told me that the, the resorts are down, there's nobody here, we can't, you know, we'll do whatever. This literally minutes before I got on this call. I'm like, wow, hmm. I always like to say, you know, the universe gives us nudges and then every once in a while it says, oh, let's go with the two by four. And yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I feel like that's what this has been. I mean, it hasn't been a terrible two by four. I mean, for some more than, so than others, but um, it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it needed, like, the pause was needed. It's like, wake up. How right. people to wake up? The, the nudges aren't working. Um, so let's, let's dive into it. Let's look at your purpose and your soul's work. I think as we start looking at those things, other questions will come to light and we could kind of focus in on that. Okay. So purpose, we look at your sun, your moon, your mercury, and your rising. So you can see your sun here in Libra, which you probably already knew you had your sun in Libra. And I actually got to see you. So I could say, this is so funny. I was going to say this earlier. I totally forgot till I was just now looking at it. Um, it's, I don't want to call it a fable or a, that's not true, whatever, but when you have your first house in Libra, they, people say that you're always beautiful and I can attest to the fact that you are beautiful and that, and that beauty, yeah, even in the sun, you could see me, really? you, you just like radiate this, um, goddess energy, this beauty. I, you know, it's, it's kind of, um, oh my gosh, I don't know the name of the actress, but I'm thinking about Grease. Do you remember the movie Grease from probably our Everybody group? tells me that all the time. And so yeah. Jupiter here would make me say the same thing, kind of like movie star qualities. 
Aww. I, I love you. I think I'm insane, but you're, you're, my, you're my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> but that, I mean, that's there. I mean, it just, it is who you are. And that's uh-huh. how people perceive you. It, it just can't be helped. You've got a double dose because not only is it your first house, right? Your rising sign, but it's also where your sun is. I know. How to perceive yourself is <laughs> how others perceive you. So it's, it's a nice combination. Having Jupiter in there is just makes it even better. So your moon up here in the 11th house, um, but it's in of Virgo. That's a whole lot of thinking. Yeah. Um, A lot of thinking, a lot of organization, but a lot of kind of wanting to be I don't like this word, but let's go with it anyway. You can get into martyrdom very easily because you will do and do and do for others and forget to do stuff for yourself. Okay. I didn't hear the word that you chose. You say it again. Martyrdom. Like being a martyr. Oh, okay. There was a bird that was very loud. (laughs) I can hear them. I don't don't like the word because it's kind of triggering, but I think it's kind of like just remember to take, do the self-care that's needed. That's really what's in here. Because if you just expend and expend and expend energy without filling up, filling yourself back up, and you probably already know this, right? Correct. Um, it leads to bad outcomes. And then the resentment sets in all these other things. So um, that, that would be something to be mindful of with your moon in that position, especially in the 11th house, because that's the house of philanthropy. That's the house where you are giving out to other people, the more intensely. And so there's, there's just that thing to guard against. Um, where is your Mercury? So Mercury's just barely in Virgo as well, um, but in the 12th house. And we'll get more in the 12th house because I think that's going to be very important to you later. But um, this is all about communicating with people, um, you're just very clear, very organized. I don't even know what you do, but it's like, it's just showing that you're very clear, very organized way of doing things. And then of course you're rising, being in leap or per- people perceive you as beautiful and someone to be admired and that you want to be beauty and, and um, elegance. Um, the way I see Libra is the hostess with the mostess. You know, she's going to have the beautiful dinner party. She is uh, bringing people with differing ideas together. So she set the stage for them to actually have a real discussion and not an argument. Like balancing out energies, if that makes sense. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of all falling into your purpose. That that actually is your purpose, is bringing these different people together so that they can have a good time, so they can talk to one another, not at each other. Um, And then really using that Virgo energy um, in a distinct way. And it's the the reason I'm going to harp a little bit more on the Virgo energy, because that does have to do with, if you try to start your own business, it has to be a divine client archetype. That's what the 12th house is. This is also what you're working through karmically. So by working with clients, you're working through your karma. Does that make sense? Are you still there? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, that was weird. Okay, <laughs> did I? Did okay, I? you're back now. <laughs> okay, a lot of recording because this will be helpful. Um, so did you hear what I said about the 12th house? Uh, sort of. Okay, so... This is kind of what you're working through yourself karmically, but by working through it and working with your clients. So if you have a business, this is kind of your client archetype would be all this information in the 12th house. By working with them, you're working through your own karma. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So I'm going to circle back there in a minute, but I just kind of want to set that up. So it's kind of in your mind, your soul's work. Um, Again, we're looking at rising, we're looking at your Chiron, 
nor looking at your true north node. So your rising, as you already know, is in Libra. Your um, Chiron, where are you? Over here. In Aries, and your true north node is in Pisces. So I, I, after I've done with this, I really, really want to know what your what you do or what you did do up to a few minutes ago, <laughs> and then what you've been thinking about. So here we've got Libra. Again, you already know that you kind of pull people in. They're very attracted to you. And with your Chiron, it's working on self-identity, whether it's um, self-identity, self-empowerment, um, just think self-x, like whatever the x would be, you know, all the different things it could be, having to do with self, body image, all of those things. Um, and the Chiron's in the sixth house, so I'm really thinking it has to do with healing in particular around body image, maybe even self-talk. Um, and then the same with um, your true north node. It's in Pisces, but in, this, in the sixth house. Again, that has to do with healing something. And in our case with Pisces, um, in the sixth house, I made a note of this because I thought it was so interesting. What happens when you think of North Node, it's that place that your soul is trying to go, uh, like the mountain it's trying to get up to or the thing it's trying to burst through. Okay, to, to um, elevate itself, to find it, to real, for like realization, right? And typically opposite of it would be the south node, which is what you're already good at. You can see you got a lot of plants over here in Virgo saying, yeah, you're really good at this. <laughs> right, you're already organized, you're already helpful. So you're going to use that energy to do the thing that might be more difficult that's lying in Pisces for you which is using your intuition to help other people. Does that make sense? Yep. So that you already have the propensity to help. It's just now you're changing how you're helping. Right? And that is your true north node. So it could be that you're using your intuition to work with people who are having their own, um, gosh, this word has been coming up a lot for me today, personal sovereignty issues and um and it's, it, i know i said this earlier but a lot about negative self-talk therefore now they have a negative self-image and helping them work through all that and it's a wound it might be a wound that you've worked through yourself or find yourself working through um but even if you're only a few steps ahead it's still a place where people where you can bring people to go through as you go through that transformation as well. So that's what I have so far. I'm going to be quiet for a minute. Let me know how things are landing for you, what you did up to a few minutes ago and what you've been thinking about. Oh, I get to talk. What? <laughs> I was going to do all the listening. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what I um was doing i mean i don't know if it's going to continue or not um was i was i've been in sales for 25 years so what i was currently selling was uh, native american jewelry which is nothing that i have any interest in at all to be honest with you but it was an it was an income that was more than I would have made doing anything else as far as a job was concerned that I knew of. Okay. So it was easy. It was only four days a week, four and a half hours, you know, it was still, you know, it's way more than minimum wage. And, you know, I've become friends with the owner. Um, I live in the his girlfriend's house who's also an employee there. I got her her job there. Oh wow. Um, so it's just been really interesting how, I mean, I know I'm, I'm going to have a place to live because nobody's going to evict anybody right now, but besides the fact that I know her personally too. So I'm not concerned about that so much as I'm like, you know, is this, is this the universe trying to tell me, you know, it's time to move on because I've been wanting to do what I'm passionate about for quite some time. I just didn't know how to make it into 
a business and earn an income from it. I'm, I've, I was a real estate agent before I came here for 11 years, but that's not the same thing as being, you know, it's different because you had a broker and you had, they, they gave you tools and internet, you know what I mean? It's like, it wasn't a completely your own business from the ground zero. So do you know, do you know who Joe Dispenza is? Yes. So I follow his work. Um, I love the idea of, you know, epigenetics and, you know, how neuroplasticity works and all of that has always been um, fascinating to me. Actually, when I was in um, going into college, I wanted to study, I started to study psychology, but the college I went to did not have a good program. So I ended up getting a marketing and communications degree, but that was in 1993. And then right after that, you know, the computer came out and everything I learned was obsolete pretty much. So, you know, then I've just done odd jobs and, and, but I've always been interested in health and fitness and, and the mind body connection always, always, always. And I was always, um, really super fit and now I'm need to lose 50, 60 pounds, which has been really difficult for me (laughs) because I was always super fit, even though I didn't think I was ever quite good enough, even when I was super fit. You know, I've always had that body image thing, right? So now I have this excess weight on me. And every time I look at myself in the mirror, it's like, that can't be really what I look like. <laughs> you know, like the whole, again, body image thing, like how'd that happen? Well, I, my hormones change, you know, I stopped mm-hmm. having my period and all sorts of things. And I think that's the biggest part of what happened is my hormones, the hormonal change. But I have other issues with, you know, aches and pains and different things I never had before, which a lot of that's hormonal too. And so I'm thinking, you know, what I really want to do is be uber fit again and really help other people overcome, you know, the, the false things that your mind tries to, to do to you. So you don't have to suffer anymore. (laughs) See, all the stuff you're talking about is exactly what I want to do. Yeah. So it's not, yeah. uh, It's It's fascinating. Yeah. And I was going to say, I don't follow Joe Dispenza. It's funny because he came up in something in someone else's uh, thing. I was talking to you too, and they mentioned Joe Dispenza. I follow Bruce Lipton, but same difference. They're they're both kind of talking about the same things. Well, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I think it's the same. That's why I'm like, yeah, I know of him, but I just, I look at someone else, but okay, it is exactly the same thing. So I've listened to a lot of Bruce Lipton. So, so the thing that, that's different with Bruce Lipton is that, you know, he talk, he's biology of belief, you know, your thoughts create your reality and all that exactly the same. However, the difference is, is that Joe um, takes you through uh, a meditation to get there and doing meditation all the time, all the time, all the time. Bruce talks about psyche, as you know, and hypnosis, which, which actually probably is faster. The thing that's not as, as good um, with Joe's is that it seems like you have to do a whole lot of meditating to break through. And I'm not saying that's bad, but if you want quicker results, you know, doing psyche or something like that is potentially going to get you there faster. So, you know, you know who Tony Robbins is, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So Tony Robbins, Joe Dispenza, Bruce Lipton, all those kinds of methodologies to get to the same thing is what I'm, I'm fascinated with. Quantum physics, I could watch quantum physics talk about all that kind of stuff all the time. But what I'm thinking about is I want to do something that incorporates that concept because that's how the mind-body works. But do it in a way that people get results sooner rather than later. Okay. That's, but I don't know what that looks like specifically. Um, when I was doing my meditation this morning, I had some ideas come through that had nothing to do with that, but they were idea. It was a, it was abundance meditation talking about how, you know, you're going to look for opportunities, not for the money itself, right? Because the opportunities was what brings you the money and the freedom that you're looking for. And so I had this um, in my meditation. I got this idea for. Um, a couple of things that have to do with the physical body, but not the mind and body necessarily. But I just thought they were really complicated as to what it would be, but it would be something that's not currently in the market. It would be like a residual form of income. Like I know a guy here that taught meditation and he meditated one day and got an intuitive hit to create uh, bicycle helmets. And now he's been retired for years as a multimillionaire and he just gets money every time somebody buys a bicycle helmet, <laughs> you know? Oh. He was the one that created it. Okay. 
So I'm thinking of two things is what I'm getting at. One thing that would be something I could do where I was consciously or actively, you know, involved in, like we said, being on stage and teaching people. And the other thing would be something that was also helping people, but it was generating income without me having to be present the entire time. You following me? I'm following you. You picking up what I'm putting down? I am definitely <laughs> picking up what you're putting down. All right. So uh, can I offer a couple of suggestions? Well, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so when you said you're not sure quite how it goes together, the first thing I looked at is, um, where's my mouse? Where's my mouse? I looked at your fifth house and I looked, because to me, the fifth house is about creativity, but it's also the house of entrepreneurship, right? So you've got Pisces in there and you've got Aquarius in there. Um, and I, I'm going to kind of go a little bit more. And I look back here also at the fourth house, which is Aquarius, and then a whole lot of um, Capricorn. So I'm looking at those things all together. All right. So Aquarius is all about um, uh, community and having community, uh, whether it's philanthropic or it's, it's just a way for people to get together to uplift one another. Uh, that kind of community. And, and it's interesting because the fourth house is about building community. So it's nice that part of it's there. But in the fifth house, it's also an entrepreneurship, which means there's a synergy that can be there with building this community. But whereas I know you had a download today about something physical, I might later as I'm kind of roaming through, but what I got was something very spiritual because of Pisces being here. That, that community that gets built is very spiritual, dealing with more deeper underlying spiritual aspects. Now, this mirrors with a couple other things. And this might be something that you do. This might be something you do that's kind of on the, um, that might be more passive. I don't know. Let, let's keep investigating. Um. But also back here with the building the community, the Capricorn here is where you develop the empire building. So it's like the community itself that gets developed. And I'm going to see in a minute with that community exactly more of what it looks like. But that community that gets developed around the deep spiritual mystical things around this is what helps develop this empire. There's a little bit of it in the way that you communicate back here in the third house with Mars there. There's going to be that spark and that drive with that communication. Um, over here in the second house is the money. And I know it's not about the money. It's about what I'm going to do. But I'm bringing this together because the money is in the deep psychic step because your second house is in Scorpio. Right? So the empire building and the community that you're building and the creativity. Remember that's deep psychic stuff. So is over here in your second house with many. So I, I get that it's this, whatever philosophy that you end up developing that you put out into the marketplace, whatever that is, however you're, you're bringing together those two things, which will be in a different way than Bruce Lipton or Joe Dispenza or Tony Robbins or anyone else, right? It's going to be completely different. Um, well, maybe not completely different, but it's different because it's your voice and it's the way that it's filtering through you to then go back out into the world for the people that you're called to serve. Um, that philosophy, whether you, you're doing, um, like you said, being on stage, that's here. <laughs> being on stage or writing books or something like that, that's how it gets out. And that might be that residual that just keeps coming, coming and coming. I could see that. It's where, um, I would say that's where your fortune lies because you're helping people build up their self-worth, um, which in this case is super important. Um, that's part of it. And you're also helping people find, when they build up their self-worth, it helps them have that transformation to where they can really be happy. So it's not necessarily just about their 
like 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 you said, I put on some weight over time. I used to be super fit, but I think you've probably learned to love your body a little bit more over the years. And it's about that learning to love themselves, whether they're super fit or at at okay, or maybe a little bit heavier than they, you know, anyone would like. Um, and from their making, once they made that transformation internal, to make that external transformation. If, does that am, is any of this landing for you? Because I'm like getting this. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, of course it is. Because that's what I'm seeing to be like. Once you kind of get this, this, and when I keep saying philosophy, it's like you're becoming that master teacher, and that communicates with you. You're this master teacher up front, large and in charge, right? That's what's coming out here. And a lot of energy behind it, which is where that empire building comes in as well. Um, but you get to do it in your own way. It doesn't have to look like the models that are already out in the marketplace. I think that's what makes it all so different. You're not trying to, um, you're not trying to, you're, how do I say this? Okay, you're not trying to mimic the old guard, right? They came, rose out of the age of Pisces. We are now going into the age of Aquarius. So you're, you're presenting the information differently and from your own experience. And therefore, it's going to look different. How people move through it are going to be different. And therefore, they can have a faster transformation. Right. Let me know how this is landing for you, Jennifer. <laughs> you keep asking me that. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what that's what I want. I mean I I've been feeling this for a long time. Like I said, my I just don't know how to make it into um a business. And and I also wanted to bring up something else too, because I have not only felt this personally, but I've also this has been validated by other people who have had any kind of session with me. I don't ask everybody, but just a couple of times is that I have, um, I've never been married. Um, but what's funny is that I have all this Libra energy, which is relationship. And so I was told by more than one person, and I've felt it even before that, that what I'm going to be, um, doing, I'll be doing with my mate or partner, whatever you want to call him. Okay. You know, I don't know. I don't know if he's if we're gonna get married or not. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But I do. I do have a desire for a romantic partner, and um, it feels like he's going to be doing something that will that will complement what I want to do, and that is something that we'll do together. And that that's part of you know why I've been single is because he's being well. What at the time I had my chart. Uh, my chart was read when I first came to Sedona. What he said is that he's being getting ready for you and you're getting ready for him kind of thing. So anyway, I just wanted to put that in there. All right, I, I'm going to say this. I don't know much because that's not the kind of astrological reading I do. So what little I do now, um, I would say is over there with um, in Aries. So what I do know is this is your ascendant, this is your, your descendant, and this is where when you start looking at relationships and preparing yourself for relationships, so that's going to be an Aries, and that's about, about almost all I can tell you <laughs> about that. Um, but I can definitely do a, I can do a little look up and let you know a little bit more there. I just don't know enough to give you any, any other kind of thing, because I strictly from the business point of view. Well, the reason I brought it up is because it was, it's supposed to be connected to business. business. All right. So but, but if you don't, if you don't know, that's okay. I just thought I'd bring it up. Now, when I look at partnership, so your seventh house is the house of partnership, which is also an Aries. Um, you're also your gateways there. And so typically what I would say in your house of partnership you're looking for someone, if you're going to partner with someone or you're going to do a collaboration with someone, you're going to have contractors, they need to have kind of the same energy of the sign, the main sign here, which is Aries. So they would need to be as much of a go-getter as you are. 
to make things work. So you're looking at someone who can match your pace, um, no matter what. But your vertex is here as well. And that is kind of like um, a gateway, but it's gonna pretty much say the same thing that you have, you can come in, I used to call people like this a fixer, right? No matter what the situation is, they can swoop in, get things fixed. They don't coordinate things, they just go in and they fix them. And then they leave. They see a problem. They, they, they don't run away from crisis situations. They jump into it and they get things done. Um, and so you have that fixer energy. Uh, that's what's being depicted here. And it might be that if I was, yeah, it might be that in the middle of being in kind of that fixer mode um, at some point is when you're going to find this other person who's a fixer too. And I could definitely see something like that happening. And that's coming out of that partnership because match one another's pace. I think that's gonna be your biggest thing. So find that that matches your pace. You're very okay. quick pace and you have a lot of earth energy, which means- um, Yeah, I just lost what you just said. Oh, okay, sorry. You have a lot of earth energy, which means you're very grounded. You like to get things done. But with all the cardinal energy you have going on, you're like, boom, boom, boom. So it's like, I see what's wrong. This is what I'm going to do. And now I'm going to see it through to, through to fruition. And then I'm going to move on, right? And you need to find someone who can be that quick with you and get in the weeds with you and get going. That's what I'm seeing there. In that seventh house okay okay so yeah if it's someone learning how to keep up pace with you good luck <laughs> because you, you have a quite a quick pace here um, it's your you have a lot of uh like i said earth energy but you it's just most of your cardinal signs and then you just go and go and go and go and go you have a very quick pace a lot of ideas so um what other questions do you have? Well, it's funny, you, you know, when I, before I came here, I was always working. Like before I got into real estate, I worked three jobs and took a full load in college. And then when I was in real estate, I worked all the time. Yes. And then, you know, things shifted when the market crashed in 08. Mm -hmm. And then I became, I had a lot of stress. <laughs> And I had a lot of stress, you know, for quite some time. And then I come here and in any way. So I got myself into a, a challenge uh, financially because of that, because I wasn't, you know, deals weren't closing. I was commission only. And I started to really struggle. So then I, I the universe brought me out west, um, not originally to Sedona, but then I met someone who did bring me to Sedona. And then I've been here for almost eight years now and I've been working at the same place this whole time but um, I haven't you know really been at that pace that I was like you're talking about I haven't I actually am tired a lot I only have energy in the first part of the day the second part of the day I'm tired a lot and I'm not really you know I'm not doing that kind of fast pace anymore but I'm I want to you know, like I, I, I feel like that's more of who I am, but I have to figure out whatever I need to do to, to get my body back to be more balanced again. Because, you know, you keep talking about some of these, these qualities that I know I have, but I haven't been really using them. And that might be part of the challenge that I'm experiencing right now. I keep seeing and feeling all these things of, you know, I want to do this and I want to do that. I have no idea how to do it. And then I got to take a nap, you know, like... <laughs> It's very frustrating, actually. <laughs> no, I, I hear you. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's anything in regards to, um, you know, because of my, my whole thing is mind-body, right? So something has got far as, is there a health house? <laughs> well, the health you know? house is the sixth house, and that's exactly what you should be doing. It's this mind-body thing. I like it's That's what's in your sixth house. Um the only, the thing that helps with when you're trying to have your breakthrough here in your north node, sometimes you can rely on the energy of your moon. 
um, your moon is in Virgo. And so that's about organizing, um, tending to others, but in this case, really tending to yourself. So I'm wondering if part of what you're going to come up with will be how you get your mind body back in sync again. Because like you said, you know, this is what you want to do. You have the urges and you're like, how screwed I need to sleep, <laughs> you know? So it's, this is just really odd. Last night, this is a story aside, but I promise it's coming back. I was speaking to my husband. He was talking about when he was went through basic training because he's um, at Air Force and how much, how out of shape he, he didn't even realize he was out of shape until he went through basic training, which is rigorous. Let's just be frank about that. Um, but he said when he came out of it, he'd never been clearer. Yeah. Like moving through no. his body and getting this stuff, he became so clear and so focused. And he's like, I kind of wish I had that again. I go, well, what does it take to get there? Mm -hmm. I want to go through basic again. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know what you're saying because that's what I've been thinking about, you know, with now I have more free time than I've, you know, I mean, I had free time before, but now I have even more. And my first thought was, you know, when sort of this all started to happen was, well, then I might as well use it to get super fit again because I know that clears my mind. It, what I would say is do it in a way that isn't as, um, let it be very, very organized and routine. And that's what the, the uh, Virgo piece is going to help you with. But so you're say, say, say that, say that again, I should be organized and routine or shouldn't be, should be because that's going to help to give you self care because you won't overdo it. So the danger is, it's like, I know I used to be like this. I know I used to do these things, but if you overdo it, all it does is put you back further, right? Get overstressed, right. et cetera. So give yourself the routine and the rigor of, I'm only going to do this. And within that routine, make sure you're including the bits or meditation for mantra work, for prayer work or whatever it has to be, meditative work, walking around a garden lake. Those two develop the fitness of the mind. Right. So make sure that both of them are happening, not just the physical part. Right. Does that make sense? Of course. I mean, I already do that anyway, so I understand. Okay. Um, but what's but what's funny is that before when I was doing it, I didn't know about meditation. I was raised Catholic and I haven't been Catholic for many many years but we didn't nobody talked about meditation you know oh, no. what i mean you you pray but you don't meditate i didn't even know what it was you know a lot of stuff that i've learned since i've been here i've never even heard of before <laughs> because i come from a small town in indiana you know what i mean I, that was just my tiny little world i didn't know and so now i've learned all this stuff i'm like oh wow that's interesting <laughs> so the one thing about the virgo energy too is you know the I'm not, strangely enough, I'm actually not very organized. I actually am very disorganized in way too many ways, which is very annoying to me and why I have that. It must, the only thing I can think of is it's a lineage thing that I need to break. But, um, but when I, oh, met, when so I, beautiful I that you said that. Go ahead. Well, when I'm at work though, like they're like, we have to pack all, all the jewelry and on and everything up all the time. Mm -hmm. And I, pa I pack it the same way, exactly the same t way every single time. And I've been doing it for years and I'm the only one that packs it that way, but I'm also the only one that makes it fit perfectly. And some there's, there's a couple of people that admire that the rest of them don't care, but there's a couple of people that think it's really cool that I know how to do that. And the rest of them I think are just jealous, but they won't say that, but that's what it is. Right. But nobody else can figure out how to do it. And I even said, well, why don't you take a picture of it? But nobody, nobody cares but me, which is funny. And then when there's a problem at work, like, oh, well, we have to do it differently because of this, or this is broken, or this is this way, they always just ask me, and I just know how to fix it instantaneously. I don't have to think about it. I immediately know how to fix it. So what's funny about that is that I never had that before I came here either. The kind of jobs I was doing didn't require that thought process, which is funny, right? So... So in, in some ways, I mean, the job that I've been doing has been beneficial. In other ways, 
I think it's also been holding me back because I'm not really expanding on my gifts, like all the things you're talking about. Now, the Virgo energy I know is what helps me to be able to process things very quickly. But I also have, I'm working on this through meditation, have the ruminating thoughts where I keep thinking things that are not necessarily good for me over and over and over again. And my mind just won't let it go like a, like a pit bull. And so I'll, I'll catch it now and I'll say, now stop that. We're not doing that anymore. Remember, you know, like I'll actually have to say that to myself yeah. in my head. Now just be quiet. Everything's fine. <laughs> so, but I didn't under, but I didn't know how to do that before. I was just upset all the time. And I know that, that thinking a lot also drains your energy, which is might be part of the energy drain, you know? Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that. I'm sure I was going somewhere, but. Well, you said something I thought that was very, um, it's something I haven't mentioned, but it totally plays into it. Where your moon is also is your family, um, your generational kind of wounding, which would be around organization, like you said, but you are very organized in some other ways, right? Yeah, yeah. Like my office is organized and if I go out somewhere, like I used to travel a lot in my corporate job and people would come to my, you know, into my hotel room. They're like, Oh my God, everything's just like perfect. Everyone else's room looked like a bomb went off. Yeah. Yeah. And into my home where it looks like a bomb went off. Right. We just have our organization at different places. (laughs) It just is. Um, so you can still use that and use this time to start healing that ancestral wound so you can have that organization run throughout your life, not sporadically in different bits of your life. And so mm-hmm. that's quite healing for you. And again, that's what's going to, again, you'll be able to create the patterns and create the vision of whatever it is that you're going to be speaking about. And you can start journaling it out, right? You can start keeping that log. But that's what I would do. I would go like create myself a routine and then stick to that routine like crazy. And that'll help you. The more you get out there, yeah. The more you get out there and you do the exercise, and you know this, I'm telling you something you already know, the more energy you'll have. Yeah. And you won't get so lost in your thoughts. I was trying to see, you don't, Gemini's in your ninth house. Gemini's something that's a real, like, that's kind of like a thinker, right? Um, you don't have any extra planets in there, but it's still your ninth house. Your ninth house is how you travel that um, is traditionally ruled by Sagittarius. So it is that if looking at what you're teaching sometimes will come out of that ninth house. And it's a house where you think a lot. <laughs> so um, I could see how the overthinking might come in and um, take over, as well as you have in your eighth house, you have Taurus there hanging out. Um, and I would say the eighth house is the house of transformation, like Phoenix rising. And Taurus is stubborn and likes the luxury, and likes the status quo, and, but if you roll up a Taurus, watch out, right, if you mess with the bull, you get the horns, so as long as everything is comfortable, Taurus is comfortable, and does not like to be moved, and so that transformation isn't going to happen unless something gets out of whack, today something got out of whack, yeah, transformation can ensue, so that's why that's what you're saying is is that's what motivates me is when something gets out of whack then I'm like all of a sudden really motivated is that what you're saying mm-hmm. yeah it has to get out of yeah. whack which is you know but then the transformation happens and it could happen rather quickly yeah well you know uh, Africa in in the past um, you know money has money has come in and it goes out and it comes in and it goes out and I know that you're like well that's what happens a lot but. The funny thing is, is that when I was in real estate, you know, before the market crashed, anybody that breathed could get a loan, right? So we were making, you know, a significant amount of money. But then I went down really, really, really to the opposite end of that and and didn't know how I was going to eat the next day, right? So I've been been there more, a couple of times. 
now, now I'm in a situation that I haven't been in in a really long time where I've just basically, you know, and this, this isn't my fault, you know, it's not anybody's fault that, that yeah. they are currently yeah. not working. But now, but now in the past, I would have been like, oh my God, what am I going to do? This time I'm like, huh, I'm not, I'm not afraid. I'm not stressed out. I'm a little bit like, hmm, I have to do something about this, but I'm not freaked out because I know that something's about to, a door's about to open yes. and I'm just going to waltz right through it. Like I really do believe that this is my opportunity that I'm just going to just go, go to the opposite end and never have to worry about, you know, financial issues ever again. Yeah, and, you, and honestly, you, you shouldn't have to. If you take this opportunity and dive into what you were really called to do, I don't think you're going to have to worry about finances. Yeah. At all. Just, you know, have the, the courage to dive in and get cozy in that spot, which is not the most comfortable spot, until you're there a little bit, and then you make it your spot. But well, and it's, knowing it's, and it's the doing right now. The door, to me, the door is open right? You are now released to have all the time needed and you will have some of the funds needed too and whatever else that needs to come so that you can start on this part of the journey to take other people on this journey. Yeah, and that's the thing. I have, I have just enough that I can get by as long as I don't have to pay any rent and I can just, you know, buy food and whatever for, for you know, like a, a month or so. You know, as long as, you know, I don't have to worry about anything like that. And so in that amount of time, which I don't know that it even needs to take that long, something else is going to show up. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel like I should go, you know, get a, a job that pays hardly anything and yeah. take a whole bunch of time and focus there because I don't think that's going to be the answer. I that's, agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. It's, it's take this opportunity to start getting yourself in order and as you're doing that if it's it's a person you need to meet that person's going to show up but it's kind of like you, um you know how the gps can't tell you which way to turn until you can start moving it's like yes you got to get in motion toward where you want to go and then all the other doors steps keys etc will be open and you'll know what to do next but you just got to get in motion oh yeah. Okay. Next step's yeah, always revealed. Just know that. Like, I think you do know that. Next step is always revealed. Next step is what'd you say? Always revealed. Like, once you oh. get action, it's like, oh, okay, you're ready to go this time? Cool. All right. Now let's do this. Then you yeah. keep going down that way, and then that's like, oh, okay, now do this. <laughs> it's, sometimes it's difficult to have that faith. Um, yeah. But I think you're ready. Well, and even if, you know, because I know that this thing is not going to last forever with what's no. going on, but, and even if we start back to work in, in two weeks, let's just say hypothetically, I am still, I only am working four days a week, four and a half hours. I don't have to stop any momentum. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, and then I'll just feel even more comfortable because it's like, okay, I got the momentum going now. I'm just going to keep going with it. And then the income will keep coming in until I'm able to transition. Right, it's, and it's right now, you're right, this isn't about momentum, this is about inertia. So we got to get through the inertia so we can get into momentum, and this is your time to do that. Oh, I see. yeah, that's true. That's a better way to look at it. Say it. Mm -hmm. I agree okay. with that momentum thing. Like, no matter what happens next, you're already in motion, and you'll stay in motion, but we've got to get in motion. Yeah. That's a big step, so... If you're ready, you can walk through that door and get into motion. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, that's all I can do, really, is just start, you know, with the routine, like you said, and then things will just start coming to me more and more, and then I'll know what to do, and the people will show up, and all that kind of stuff. Because that's how it happens. Because it Right. Happens. Well, that's how it happened when I got the the job that I've been doing this whole time. I went, I came here, I had no job, I had no source of income because Sedona brought me here. She wanted me here. Mm -hmm. And I uh, didn't even know Sedona existed before that day. It was really funny how that all worked out. And um, 
then I found a place to live um, with a complete stranger, rented a room in her house, never even heard of such a thing, but that's a big thing here. And then I went to the uh, grocery store. It was a small grocery store. And they have like a bulletin board of, you know, events and things to do. And so I started writing down because I just was going to immerse myself in whatever the reason I was supposed to be here. It was very obvious I was supposed to be here. And then I, that like two days, I don't even know how long, like two days after I did that, or maybe even one day, there was a group of women that I started talking to because I'm really friendly. I don't know if you've noticed. And <laughs> that was a joke. And they started, you know, we started talking and the one woman had was working at doing the jewelry show, but she didn't want to do it anymore. So she said, you know, do you want to replace me? And I'm like, sure. And so that's how I found out about it. Just like that. Wow. Yeah. You had a lot of serendipitous things happen. I have many times in my life. This is not, that's, that's, yeah, many times. So I have a really strong connection to um, the etherical realm and so now is my time to just focus on that too. Yeah. This is a good time for you. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? I'm, I'm looking at this. This is a really good time for you. Embrace it. Yeah. Already and in now a I have space around it. So yeah, just get everything else going. And you know, I don't know if you read the thing I wrote, but you know, I've known Linda for years too. Okay. So I didn't get a chance to it right before we came on. I read it when you first <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I've known Linda right. for for many years she's been working with me for years and then when we started doing these calls and Cherie told me about what you do and so um you live right where Linda is right yeah yeah Linda and I now live in the same town again we both used to well, live in Austin and now we both live in Kyle so let's see now I have a new friend in Kyle Texas yes you do and you have a new friend in Sedona I know <laughs> you and Cherie that's crazy well, that's how I, I met her here. Really? Yeah. She already knew Linda. No, no. No, I met Cherie here, okay. and then I met Linda through Cherie. Okay. I was like, that would be really spooky. <laughs> you met Linda, then you met Cherie. No, isn't that funny, though? Yeah, so, you know, she... Uh, she and I are, are really good friends, known each other for whatever, I don't even know, six, seven years, whatever now. Yeah. So, because she's been here almost the same amount of time as I have. So, it's just, it's just interesting because I don't, I don't have a lot of people that I'm like uber good friends with because I don't know why. But now that I've been doing more work on myself, I am meeting more and more people that I have more of a connection with, which is really cool. And sometimes you just need to meet those people because you don't need a bunch of friends. You just need a core group of really good ones. That's it. Exactly. Well, and it's also funny because my mom and I were talking about this recently. My mom has some friends, but, and my mom and dad sort of have friends through their church together, but mm -hmm. like my dad doesn't go hang out with friends and my brothers don't have friends and barely ever have but they don't like have their friends that they call and do things with or anything so that's interesting because that's another way that I broke the lineage pattern you know yeah I'm like wow it just it really was not modeled at all no well I also came from a long lineage of emotional unavailability which is why I have had issues with relationships because you know of that but I didn't know that till I came here <laughs> Yeah, you are breaking down what's going on with your family so that going forward, it, it, it's not even healing, well, you're healing yourself, of course, and healing going forward, but there's a lot of healing going backward. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, Linda's told me. It's so. powerful. I've got to get down there. I've never been, so. You know. Oh, you know, you, you, do you ever watch the show Ancient Aliens? Uh, I've seen it. Or parts of it, you know, like on Netflix or something. Yeah. Well, I find it really interesting because it also talks to you about the history of a lot of different cultures, which is also really interesting. But it also talks about how, you know, they were talking yesterday about that there are, there are places in 
the world that are considered to be hot spots that have a lot of strange phenomena and things that happen there that they can't really explain, but they can measure. One of them is Skinwalker Ranch in Utah, which they still don't really know what's going on there, but it's pretty intense and that they think that there might be a portal there to other dimensions because things come and come and go like disappear with no explanation. And so the reason I'm bringing that up is because this was just two days ago I was watching it and they, and the, in the corner of them explaining this, they had pictures of four different places that were also considered places of really intensified energy that they aren't a hundred percent sure of what it all is about. And one of those pictures was of Sedona. Yeah. I know there's a lot of energy in Sedona. Um, but it's not just something that you hear about. It's actually something that has been d- documented as being, you know, whatever. So To me, it's like, it's, I don't know. I always thought it had to do with ley lines going through Sedona. Um, let us talk about the portal energy there. So Cherie, I just had a client who came back from Sedona. Um, she just went there to be in the energy for about a week and a half. Um, so... Um, yeah, it's a place I want to go, but she's like, it's the energy there is intense. Well, here's the thing, too, Africa. If you were to come here for any length of time longer than just like a few days, like living here, for example, is way more intense than just visiting. And, you know, Linda has even made a comment recently about how she has heard from me and Cherie from living here that it's, it's not easy unless you really are open to and willing to shift. Because it'll bring up anything and everything, and you'll either do it or you'll run away. <laughs> you'll, yeah, and you'll and leave. <laughs> you'll get through your stuff, or you're like, peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, run away, run away. <laughs> so it's like I'm interested in visiting because I want to be in that energy. Well, I think you, I think you would like it. Because you're, you're, you're all about that. So I think you would enjoy it. I think it'll be fun. There's several places I want to visit in the U.S. and a couple other places that I had visions about in the world that may or may not have documented ley lines, but I know that's where I'm supposed to go. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> Who cares if it's documented? That, that's, yeah. that's irrelevant. <laughs> it, it's important to show up. And I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah. So, so do, you, do you have any, any other words of wisdom for me? No, other than what I said, start documenting, start doing, get in motion, because then the next thing's going to be revealed pretty quickly. Just get in motion. This is the time, Nina. This is the time. Well, yeah, I mean, the universe has spoken. <laughs> like, you don't want any personal two-by-fours. Let it just be this worldwide two-by-four. We don't, personal ones are not happening at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a few. I've had a few. Um, personal two by fours. I'm like, oh, really? No. <laughs> no. So, I've had personal ones too, but it's just funny how it's happening right now, huh? Yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I think you feel the same way. I feel very, very supported. Not worried. Actually, pretty excited. Um, I know a lot of people are not excited, but I actually am pretty excited. This is. We're living in a time that most people have never lived through. Oh, yeah. Through this kind of emerging. So I'm excited. I feel very honored to be able to be here at this time. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really well, good. You know, um, um, this, is, this is something for you, too. Mine, you've heard of Mind Valley, probably, right? Oh, yeah. So Vishen Lakiani had mentioned, this was, a, you know, several months ago now, that if you've ever been interested in doing, you know, personal growth work, you know, mentoring and in and, and that field, that that's going to be the next new thing that everybody's going to be wanting more and more of because of the way, you know, the world was going. And this was way before anything like this happened. And so it's not a coincidence that that is... Um, and now this has happened and it makes you, if you've ever been thinking about anything like that, now, now is the time, you know, like you're, you're doing this and I'm talking about whatever I'm doing. And it's like, yeah, this is our time. This is why we're here on the planet. You know, it's like, wake up, let everything else go. You're on. <laughs> it's like, All right. Yeah. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like this happened for us, for yeah. people like us who have been wanting to do this and who are already doing it and wanting to do it more. It's like, okay, well, this is your, your time now. Yeah. So that's what it feels like. What do you think? Oh, I agree. It's like we're called to, to really come forward. I have this thing on my wall about I had a vision one day and I wrote, I'm the oracle who does not see the future, rather sees in someone's soul and helps them unleash what's inside, helping people connect with themselves and form a tighter bond with God. I saw myself as like a midwife, helping people go from the 3D to the 5D. And I wrote that over a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, before I was even interested in astrology or any of that kind of stuff. I didn't know where that would lead me. <laughs> That's pretty freaking cool. I was like, can I quote you? <laughs> <laughs> and, and here I am. So it's like, uh, I, when I look back into journals about a year, starting about a year and a half ago, it's like, whoa. And then looking at what's going on now. So wow, that's pretty awesome. It, 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 it is. I, I knew the time was coming, and it didn't seem like it was here. And I'm like, yeah. But now here it is. It's like, no. Hey, I was preparing you. <laughs> yeah. And you have, you have the greatest laugh. Somehow you need to incorporate that into what you do. <laughs> well, I laugh a lot. And as this woman um, that I spoke with earlier today said, she was from the Netherlands. She's like, I just finished watching a bunch of your videos. You're so happy. Because <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you're on my YouTube channel? <laughs> but it was nice. Yeah, well, you, but that laughter that you, that you have is, is uh, contagious. It's like one of those kind of things that even if it wasn't funny, you want to laugh because you just seem to be enjoying yourself so much. <laughs> I enjoy I hope that maybe that didn't yeah. sound right, but what I oh, meant no, was. It totally makes sense. I, I always say <laughs> laughter is, joy is contagious, laughter is contagious. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And I just feel like you have to, you choose to be, you choose how you feel in a situation. So I choose to be happy and I choose to laugh. And I used to, I choose to see the brighter side of things. I've had the other way. The other way sucked, really sucked, bad. So I made a choice. I'm like, let me try the other side of this. Yeah. Sure. I, try, I tried worrying once and I didn't really see the point of it. So I decided to stop. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, this, this doesn't work for me. Let me do something yeah. else. Um, and I think sometimes people forget they have that choice. And we're here. We hope to remember. There's choices. Well, well, yeah. Because if you watch the media or anything like that, there's just a lot of fear mongering. and. Mm -hmm. There's, there's part of being, I tell, I think I put in my newsletter yet, this morning, whatever. You can be informed and you can still choose to be happy. It just is what it is. Ooh, I think I lost you, Jennifer. Just say right before that. Ah, there you are. I was about to say, I hear no birds. In uh -oh. the background anymore. Where'd you go? Can you hear me now? Let me stop sharing. I don't know if that'll make any difference. Can you hear me at all, Jennifer? Things are pretty silent over on your end. Oh, there you are. I don't okay, know what happened. Yeah, I kind of went, you went silent and I didn't hear you. And then I guess I went silent for you. You did. You sure did went silent. <laughs> so I thought, let me stop sharing. Maybe that'll help too. If I don't know. I don't know. And now you're back. Yay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you this recording in a little bit because it's got to compress and everything. And <sighs> I have a few more things to do today. And at the end of the day, I'm going to send out recordings so that you will have this all in place. And I will be, um, I'll be praying for you and meditating um, on your behalf for the next couple of days that you kind of move through this piece because you still have to, even though it wasn't your life and it wasn't your love to soak with jewelry, it's still part of what you did or who you are, right? And so dealing with that piece, I'll be doing some meditation on that because that's, 
It's coming up for a lot of people. Yep. Things are just changing. But yeah, yeah. well, I appreciate that. And I will include you in, in mine as well, because I just think you're adorable. And I'm glad that, and, and you're beautiful too, by the way. I can sort of see you. I can't completely see you, but what I can see is you're absolutely beautiful. And I love, I love your, your bright, bright light. You're just a really sweet person. And so I'm really grateful to have the opportunity to have met you today. Well, I'm glad we got to talk and thank you so much for doing this. Um, and yeah, thank you. I really appreciate your time. All right. And then like I was going to say, if you have any questions that come up, like you're thinking about something, just hit me up an email. Okay. Happy to answer. Oh, thanks. Okay. All right. Well, have a beautiful day. I hope it is sunny outside and you can go for a little, a little walk, even if it's just around. <laughs> yes. It is, it, it's gorgeous here today. <laughs> I don't know how far you're allowed to travel off your own property there. Oh, I can go anywhere I want. Okay. I was about to say, I know we're not quite, we're kind of in a shelter in place. So people look at you funny when you leave your house. <laughs> yeah, no, they don't hear. <laughs> okay. You're not there yet. Okay. So, um, yeah, I still see people running in our neighborhood and I think that's good because you need to, if you don't leave your house, I think it's trouble. Um, exactly. Engage with nature. So go engage, have fun. Okay. I will. Thank you. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.